Chris Black, what the fuck is up, bro? Wow, a new fun answer from TJ. I like this. You're just bringing big energy to the table today. Yeah, I wanted to deliver a new fun answer. How are you, man? How are you? Oh, um, you know, Jason, I'm fine. How are you? Um, you know, I feel like Thursdays are a real stress day for me lately. There's just always so much packed into it. It's got me fucked up. TJ, you don't have to tell me, brother. I'm feeling the same way. I'm preaching to the choir. Sure, I know. A lot of these busy things involve both of us together as a team, as a partnership. Um, and that's, it's and true. that's fine. It's true. You know, we have, we're, we're getting our photo taken today. Uh, we are. Yeah, yeah. Which is a whole, a whole uh, different kind of stress. You know what I mean? It's like I got my hair cut. You know, which sunglasses am I going to wear? Like what, you know, what, how am I going to pair X top with Y pants? Which you know I mean? transition lenses am I going to wear? It's, there's a lot first, to consider. First of all, first of all, you little bitch, just cause look, your 2020 <laughs> vision is clearly not working because those are not transitional lenses. Those are just, <laughs> those are just a light green tint on a tortoise shell. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Well, you know, just letting you know that your your light green tint on tortoise shell reads transition, and that and that's okay. It's okay to wear a transition lens. There's a lot of people out there listening right now. You know, there's our the the trans community is a big fan of this podcast, and there's a lot of people (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) currently wearing that that eyewear. And I think you can pull it off and make it look good. Like transition lenses can look good. I haven't seen it happen on your skull yet, but I know that somewhere Jason? out there it is. <laughs> it is. Well, I just don't want. I'm trying to loosen you up. I don't want you to overthink it too much because I mean the beauty. The beauty of us is we. I underthink it and you overthink it. Is that is that fair to say or no? Or I underthink it yes, and, you, I'm, re- and, I'm you, smart. and you regular think I'm, it. I'm smart. I'm smart and you are dumb. I completely agree with that. Mm. Well, let's unpack that, Chris. Okay. Well, first no, of I'm all, I'm kidding, Jason. I I do think you're a little. You know bit, the the yeah, science. Just, you know, uh, one could say that uh, overthinking something would be to use your ugly word, dumb. <laughs> you know, I hate to throw something like that back in your face. I know, and, I know, you really hate it. I can tell you really hate it. You know, there's more than you know. That's fine. I, I think that. I mean, I'm the one who just did a self prescription of. Uh, you know, we need to give me c- 500 cc's of of. Um, oh, you know, think about it more, and then maybe you could use a little bit less. <laughs> but you know. Because the you know the camera, especially when we're shooting hashtag thirty five, the camera is able to kind of pick up on all of those human emotions that we're going through. Well, d- yes, I mean depending on who the photographer is, but of course we're only working with those who are able to convey emotion through their hashtag thirty five millimeter hashtag uh, twenty millimeter photos. I assume that it was implied that we would only be working with the photographer of that caliber. Well, you never know. I mean, I you know some of our listeners are are much sure. like you, dumb, and some are smart <laughs> like me. So we have to we have to just break it down for them simply and clearly. Okay, so you know if we're getting our photo taken and we want us to be you know ourselves, you know what do, what do you what do you what do you think our vibe should be? We're we're sorry for our listeners that we're workshopping this on pod, but you know I think people <laughs> like people like to get a peek behind the curtain, don't they? 
I think so too. I mean, I think our vibe is just two chill guys chilling. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what other way to put it. You know? I mean, we're, we're living a, a high stakes, I mean, how, low stress how, lifestyle. Okay. Well, how chill are we going to go? Are we wearing the the five hundred dollar sweater, the the Le Mer? Are we just wearing a, a classic Uniqlo polo? Are we I don't, wearing? I don't a like how you. Tea? I don't. I don't like. I don't like how you talk about that sweater like it's the only item of clothing I have that's expensive. You know what I'm saying? That's disrespectful to me. That's disrespectful to me and my motherfucking closet because the same way Joe Budden keeps the pen, I keep the closet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I was absolutely when I was when I was firing up that roast and throwing it in the oven at 350. That thought had not crossed my mind. So um, you know, much like our friends at Kodak, you are projecting, Chris. <laughs> don't do that again um uh, i thought we said you could You're never reuse the Kodak. ass bitch no 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 no. um i i honestly i haven't fully decided yet but we have a little time um we have a full podcast i have a i have two calls and then we'll jump into this glamorous photo shoot in los angeles what do you um, think about okay I, what about for me do i do one one kind of casual look like a cool vintage tee that means a lot to me and then like a nicer <laughs> sweater are we definitely doing two looks have we decided that that we're gonna that we're gonna both bring two looks to the table uh, I, this this is happening live on the show, Chris. You know, oh, oh, I, th- okay. I think that you know, I've I've done a lot of photo shoots in my day. I don't know about you. It's probably more than you because I'm I'm more in the spotlight <laughs> and you're more of a behind the scenes cat. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. No, everybody has their job to do. Yeah. Honestly, for me, big dog, it's all love. Like I don't want any. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, it's all love, big dog. You know, I just you know that, right? Look, I just want to be clear before we get into this. You know, it's all love for me. Um, <laughs> I, J- Jason, I do know it's all love from you. Um, so, so I'm I, the you know I'm the kind of cat that will pull up to the photo shoot. I will come to Milk Studios with more than one look, but not more than three. Well, I, I mean, I think that I, I just don't want to, you know, I'm not sure what the expectations are. It is always good to keep a fly fit tucked in the in the bins just in case on the fly I need to switch out shirts. You know what I'm saying? There's um, there's always a the, tall there's always a tall white tee in the trunk for always. A situation I always just keep like this. I always keep a fresh triple XL white tee in the trunk. The problem is really is that I I you know I'm, I'm realizing here with my limited options in Los Angeles that, you know, I kind of, I only have a couple pairs of pants and they look very similar. I'm sorry, pants. What is this? Uh, well, yeah, no, I know that's the other thing that we have going for us is that I will be wearing pants and you will be wearing shorts. So that's immediately differentiates us. Well, since I am so, um, affected by the temperatures, even though it is a beautiful, nice day outside, it still is chilly inside of my house because I am, you know, unfortunately so skinny compared to you that the insulation (laughs) on my body, and it is an older home for sure, but... Uh, it's an older home, and I know that you're having a tough time affording installing that heating, but you'll get there one day. I think you'll get there one day. (laughs) No, my life partner does not enjoy the way the heater affects the dryness of her uh, of her body skin uh, no you know nose and mouth area we all none of none of us like who, that, but who know, amongst we, us does but we um, suffer through it and and yeah i think you need to take some vitamins i feel like you're my long but the, the long point i was trying to make, the point i was trying to make actually, is i'm wearing pants right now believe it or not i don't i'm concerned though with the blood flow throughout that body of yours because I, I i don't know if i welcome like to the club t- bitch 
I think <laughs> I think your I think your you know your digits on either end could be lacking that flow you need. Yeah, Daddy's little extremities are not. You need to give those. <laughs> you, need to, you need to give those toes some Kendrick Lamar, bro. Some flow. Yeah, no. I mean, just to be clear, my my feet and hands are 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 blue in color right now. They looking like they they looking like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I have, um, you know, there's, there is Lou Gehrig's disease and other ailments named after people. And I, I do have McConnell's, I, I have McConnell's hand and that, that, that's what's going on. I'm trying to grip my iPhone so that I may browse, explore page hotties and or play my Angry Birds. <laughs> and, and this, I could barely hold it up. You know, I keep dropping it on yeah. the floor. Yeah, I need careful, I need kind of a, a Larry David style phone case because the way I am dropping it so much, the way you be dropping it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, outfit wise, I'm undecided, but I I do have I, I kind of like that I have limited options, you know. So I'm not rifling through yeah. my um, overpacked uh, New York City uh, closet. I'm, I'm I, I have limited options, and I think that's going to make me help me make a more focused choice. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the fact that limitations will actually help promote creativity, Chris. I think that if you have your so if you ha- if you had your you know what, go so the fuck cool, go the fuck off. But if you if you were if you were at home right now in the uh, in the failing lower east side of Manhattan with your the entire east village, show some respect, show some respect to the, the failing east village. Chamber. Don't lump it in. Oh, yo, I love the East Village, baby. I used to DJ on the East Village radio, get a nice slice of (laughs) NYC pizza. Ooh, baby. But, uh, you know, if you were, if you were in the East. I want to quit. I want to quit this podcast. (laughs) You can't quit me, you little bitch. I Um, know. (laughs) Yeah, you need my long teeth chattering ass. (laughs) Dumbass. Anyway, if you were, if you were in the East Village, and you were able to open up that big NYC walk-in closet, Carrie Bradshaw style, and be like, what's it going to be today? Which one of my vintage 90s band t-shirts, which Gin Blossoms long sleeve is it going to be today? I wish I had a Gin Blossom. If I had a Gin Blossoms long sleeve, this discussion yeah. would not be happening. If that was going well, on, I do have- your bald little head <sighs> would be spinning. I did get a little fresh lineup. You know what I'm saying? My shit's looking. My shit is looking crispy. Thank you for noticing. Uh, I I am contemplating a a. I did per. I did receive in the mail um a new vintage tea that is very cherry, and I I'm considering premiering it today. Premiere um, it. I, I, so can you give me a clue? Can you can I guess what it is? This could be a fun fodder. Um, I mean, I don't know what I don't know how I don't know what clues to give you. Um, really. Uh, wow, great! I, I love I your mean, imagination. I love how that brain of yours works, Chris. I'm not a big imagination guy. I'm an adult. <laughs> um, I wow. It's, it's a well, bell, Chris it's a, was it's a, Steve it's Jobs. It's a Bell and Sebastian. It's a Bell and Sebastian. If you're feeling sinister. Wow! Very thanks for cool. thanks for very, that cool, cool. Thanks for that hint. On what it might be well, to I don't, let me I guess, don't, Chris. I don't. I don't want to play games. Much like Monopoly, I, I hate them. <laughs> I, I hate all games. I hate card games. I hate board games. I Damn. Hate so fucking. you're not on like a like a Taiga. You're really not about the games, right? You don't like to play play around. Taiga, you're, you're not here for the Taiga drama. And I, Taiga and I align on so many things. That's just one of them. 
Right. Failing Tyga also does not play games. You can catch him. Actually, you know. Tyga actually Tyga is the opposite of failing, Jason. I think Tyga is actually stacking paper in Balabasis, um, like maybe never before. Really? Yeah, his yeah, no, honestly, his, his touring his touring has really picked yeah, up and touring. he's making No, I think he sold I think he sold a few tigers, you know, and got rid of a Lambo <laughs> or two and he's you know he's back on top, bro. No, I honestly think Tiger I think I think year. liquidating I think your assets is not something that somebody does when they're back on top. I think that's more of a Well, I mean he need, was need, he was dis- uh, he was dis- destroyed by the evil empire Kardashian family and he had to start from scratch basically. Right, and and he's and he shows up to the the house in Calabasas, hat in hand, saying, "Hey guys, I'm a little cash poor right now, but I am I am wealthy in exotic animals." Uh, yeah, he probably unloaded a couple exotic animals, and then he had a couple streaming hits, dude. You know, you stream in the millions and millions that lines yeah. the pockets. That, Your boy Tiger. Uh, yeah, he 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 does get millions of of plays every month, but you know we all we've all seen the numbers of what your Apple and Spotify and you know unless it's title title's really paying out the artist. But I'm saying you know every million every million plays you get, I I actually four thousand bucks. No, no, I talked to I talked to a few friends. I know people out there unsigned making twenty racks a month on on Spotify. So if you're unsigned making twenty racks a month, then Tyga must be making a lot more than you. Mm-hmm. But also, Tyga, we Tyga is overhead. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That's Tyga good point. has you know Lambo, all those Lambos are leased. That's for sure. Do you know how much it costs to feed all those all those lions and shit? I've that's seen. Point, we've Jason. we've seen it. We, I don't want to bring up the Tiger King, but we don't we, bring we, it up, Jason. <laughs> you said it. Don't say it. That's worse than me saying the T-shirt. <laughs> we do not say TK on this show. We do not talk about that cursed program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only Kang we talk about. With a T is 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 rapper Ti, the number one Kang. We don't. I try. I, I try not to talk about him either. But I mean, what's, what's Ti's you know, what podcast is, it, called again? I don't know. It has a Super really bad fragilistic <laughs> expialidocious like. I mean, I saw him on the BET Hip Hop Awards, which I watched live. Oh no, it's um, called Expeditiously with Tip quote T dot I unquote Harris. That's literally tip. the name of it. And then so VIP it's the word expeditiously. The <laughs> There's so many VI, letters bro. in the title. <laughs> Yo, I, I so used to you... love title. I mean, no, sorry, you didn't I, love I used, title. I used, you used to, to love Ti. I used to love we Ti. We hate title. Um, did you? Did, did you? So you heard the announcement that about the Ti versus Jeezy battle versus. Mm-mm. That's uh, really some Decatur Dan shit, but also just <laughs> ATL in general. Who do okay. you think is going to take that? Okay, this is this is a this is actually a very good question. It's a little bit of a a, a good versus evil, you know, a, a corporate thug versus a sellout, you know, like we, we well, have you and Jeezy you and Jeezy actually have something in common, Jason. I don't know if you're familiar with with you know, Jeezy is, is currently entangled with the Asian chick. <laughs> uh, so in addition to TJ also liking TJ like to drink TJ liked to smoke. <laughs> TJ liked to mix the arm and hammer with his coke. T- <laughs> Jeezy also likes to do all those things, but Jeezy liked to date um, women uh, from Asian countries. Is that what we're saying? Y- yes, that's what we're saying. He's engaged to to an Asian um, entrepreneur. Look, is he engaged or is he, is he entangled? You said an Asian entrepreneur? No. Go on. Uh, yeah. I, well, I'm not sure what kind of entrepreneurial 
you know, entrepreneurial thing she's exploring. But I mean, you know, I'm sure she has a popular OnlyFans page. Um, you know, God. she could have a rap career. I don't know what she does. She may own some small businesses. You know what I mean? Okay. I her name is Jeannie. Jenny. Jeannie. My. G. So like J E A N N. What she do? Um, say that she does. Okay, Jean. I just like typed in Jeezy fiance. Okay. I wish we would have had our researcher handle this. Jeannie Mai is an American television host and a stylist. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. That combo is she's rare. From, what, she's from, she's a San Jose thought. We already know what's she, going on. I feel like she hosted, I feel like she hosted like extra or one of those shows. I feel like she was like a th- Mario Lopez would throw it to her. I don't mean the dick. I mean like the, 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 the <laughs> mic. Throw a segment to her. Yeah, yeah, he'd throw to Ginny, Ginny Mai, Jeannie Mai. I will say that Jeannie Mai, even though, considering that she's older than me, she looks great. Like, she looks, like, if you showed me a picture of her, I'd be like, yeah, this freak is 29. But G- no, Jeezy no, no. pulled one down. I yeah. like that G that Jeezy, that you, so we have Jeezy and Jeannie. <laughs> God damn it. She, yeah, she's best he, known she for her work him, on, on the she makeover probably calls show, him How by, Do I Look. She probably calls him by his government, though. What is his government? Damn, we need to care. We need to call Decatur Dan. I don't remember his government. I can. I. I will pull it up. I got the wiki. Look, I. I typed in Jeezy on Wikipedia, and the first line says, "Not to be confused with G Easy." God, that's rough, bro. Okay, his name is J Wayne that's right. Jenkins. Yeah, that's right. That's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, Classic Southern shit. But yeah, anyway, do you think? Do you think <laughs> I don't even know Jay how we got here. <laughs> Do you think Jay oh, yes, Jenkins yes. is going to slap TI's T. little bitch face in the I ring? think it's going to be who is the who, where there was the one where it was Babyface um who did you he go against? You, it was it, 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 mean, it was Teddy Riley versus Babyface. I think that was the one and then that's, one that's of them was like shit. I know but one there one of them was like I'm just going to play these songs and I'm going to get a poppin'. And then the other person made like a whole big production deal thing out of it and they lost. I think that something like that could happen where Jeezy's just going to be like, all right, I'm just going to play the song off of my Microsoft Zune and then I'm just going to, I'm going to rap. I'm going to have like a towel on my head. I'm going to be shirtless. It's going to be the Jeezy that we want. And then TI is going to have like, backup dancers yeah. and he's going to be wearing like a three-piece like armani suit <laughs> and he's yeah. going to be trying to get his like like sexy boy swag like i'm a real pimp, <laughs> pimp kind of like change change clothes robin thick ass <laughs> vibe going on I, i'm a well, young that's CEO, what I was th- baby haha i i wonder i wonder because jeezy to me is obviously a certified legend um and but Ti is definitely T. T. more of a certified more, crossover legend. That's but what, so it's what, gonna, yeah. Go ahead. What do you want to hear more? I de- I want to hear Jeezy more than most Ti songs. I want to hear Rubber Band Man three times and I'll keep it moving. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna side with with Jeezy on this as well because I I think the good part about verses like there you know there are pros and cons about the verses and it is what it is. But the the good part about it is the it, it's it benefits whoever is like the the man or the woman or the person of the people like whoever is like i'm i'm the real street person i'm doing it the way i do it i'm not changing like i'm a real i'm a real street person <laughs> i'm a street I, my name is jeezy i'm a um, real street person 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the I, I think whoever is kind of like the people's champ, as it were, usually succeeds, and I think that will happen. Even though T.I. has way more hit songs than Jeezy. Way I more. Think, way he, more. I think he, the, on the other side of the coin, T.I. also has way more bad songs than Jeezy. I way, think, way, way, way more. Yeah, so like uh, uh, Jeezy songs are like pizza. Even 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 a bad slice is is still pretty good. Whereas Ti has, you know, he's probably sitting on many many stinkers. Especially now that he's you know like an old man and he like he's went got to that jail. Shit. I mean, he's got the joint. He's got the joint with 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 Mia though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's um, a classic. Jeezy's got go crazy though. No, Jeezy is going to win because he's got My President is Black. Good point. Ooh, baby, what a tune. You know, but I, I, he's got so many. And, and, what, and I think T.I. is just going to be corny. That's a bit, They're both kind of corny. because well, I mean, T.I. is corny. What is, what is, my question is, luckily, it's so nice to have a co-host that's a, that's a former DJ, but who, what rang off in the club the most of, the, of these two artists? Would you say a T.I., Rihanna, Jay-Z? song or was there a time where jeezy was really blowing up the block in la it was Hollywood yeah, jeezy, Boulevard bumping the, jeezy. the type of clubs that i play at because i have my ear to the streets is more more jeezy forward on the palette than ti but you know ti old old ti you know bring him out for you oh know, bring his, him out oh i forgot about bring him out bring him out is an absolute i'll put my head through the wall when that shit comes on yeah, there was that was good stuff. Um, you know, his first <laughs> that was good. That that's yeah, that's good some stuff. good stuff, man. That's but he, good I mean, stuff. he had a lot of good songs on on trap music. Oh, um, I would think IK followed yes. by Urban Legend. I mean, very similar career to like a ludicrous where like first one or two albums like damn, this is this is hitting, and then quickly turns just like. Mm. But, but yeah, it's the first tough. album has twenty four aging. Aging into hip hop is is virtually impossible. It really is. It's virtually impossible, and people can say Jay Z has done it, but he hasn't because his music is whack. So, I would argue it shouldn't be know. done. But yeah, I, mean, I would argue. I would argue. Maybe maybe they would say the same about podcasters, but we're here to prove that wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nowadays in the podcast world, Chris Black is the only king of the South. That's right. I, yeah. Fuck. Fuck all you other little Southern podcasters. You already know that I'm. You know, I, I don't see you out there. I don't see you at Linux on a Saturday. I haven't seen you there. Yeah, you wasn't with Jazzy Fizzle Productionzle. That's Put, true. Actually, it was. You wasn't there I, with with Chris and DJ Toom. I, I went. I went to. I went to Phipps Plaza and I asked about you at the Gucci store and they said they had no idea. So yeah, all the, every sales me. associate at the Gucci store did not know who you were. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that doesn't you know that doesn't mean a lot to somebody, but it means a lot to me. You know well, Chris, we're we're about to throw to our our guest today, and I I I put on a a face mask before this. Uh, it, it is a it is a green algae, like yes, some type yeah. of algae mask. Am yeah. I okay to wear that for the entire hour, or will burning start happening? No, no, no. I mean, some of those, I, I mean, I would use as directed. Obviously, I'm no doctor, but, you know, do you, bro? I did my mask. It's actually better to do them the night before a big photo shoot because sometimes they can leave your skin feeling a little red and irritated because of the power, depending mm. on what you're doing. I used an Aesop kind of um, hydrating and brightening um, last night uh, before bed. Hydrating and brightening. Okay. And then I also used my, my, um, my new eye cream. 
Um, Damn, I should have brought my... this up earlier. I feel like this is really what you wanted to talk about. Well, we should talk about our guest because I, there's nothing I love more than having an elite podcaster on this show, Jason. <laughs> As do I. On a, it makes it makes our lives so much easier. You know, we have all these losers on that can't even put a sentence together. But sometimes you get lucky and you get a, a elite podcaster, um, an LA local, uh, Laura Marie uh, Shane Halls, who you probably know from her illustrious podcast about um, several Bravo programs, Sex in the City, uh, <laughs> Babe, which she ended recently, which I want to talk to her about. Um, she she has her she's she's also a, a writer, um, dabbles in acting, just a real all around cool bird. Jane of all um, trades, a Jane of all trades. But Jason and I have both known her for a very long time, so we're excited to to chop it up with her um, and find out what other elite podcasters do in LA during a pandemic. Yeah, this is good. This is good for you to get your your Bravo chat in. You know, sometimes I feel bad. I know you really want to talk about you know below deck and what Chris Lee is up to, and I, I I'm not there to give it to you, and I'm glad that you no know, you you luckily Jason you fill many voids in my life, but some you just cannot your big ass just can't fit just doesn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, this is why we call. this is <laughs> this is why we pod. This is why we fucking pod. Did you get a blowout for this podcast? <laughs> no, I blew I blow out my own hair on a daily basis just to feel something. Um, on like a tri-weekly basis, probably if on a good wow. week. So yeah. the same, so every time we put out a new podcast episode, you're like, oh, that's a, <laughs> I'm blowing it's out. It's time to mm-hmm. blow out. Okay, that's my reminder. Mark, actually, <laughs> mark mark your calendars, guys. It's blowout time. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's perfect. I get the wrists going. Yeah, yeah. For your Did social you just, schedule, that probably works out well as well. Is this what something? social schedule? <laughs> Jason and I have Jason and I are packed social schedules as super spreaders in the community. But I mean, yeah, I we're going. No, we, I'm like we go to different grocery generous. stores as well as um, <laughs> the uh, other local outdoor tennis. The courts. park. Um, yeah, where are you going? I haven't seen you at Erwan, which is a little concerning. I know I've walked by Erwan a lot of times and have thought of you. And I think one time I did walk by and then I was looking at Instagram and you were there. So it was like <laughs> the psychic Erwan connection. I'm not going any. I'm not going anywhere. I go to workout classes on a garage rooftop, but I've gotten pretty sick <laughs> so of those. Are you it saying, feels are dirty. You, are, are you saying that? Are you saying that COVID isn't over because that's kind of against how our podcast stands on the subject? I like living in your world where COVID <laughs> is not existing. Like when I listen to the pod, Welcome I home. am. T- yeah, Welcome it home. feels good. It feels Warm good. Hug. Mask off. Um, <laughs> but I think COVID is actually, unfortunately, like still raging on. <laughs> yeah, but but it's a, it's see that's the problem. Everything is just a state of mind, guys. You know. Yeah, so it's I like, mean, the COVID wants to rage. And Chris and I also want to rage, but just at Delilah on Friday, it's a different kind of raging on, and we're both. It's kind of a good versus evil, and and thank God we have won. Totally. So have you not hit? Have you not hit any outdoor dining that LA has to offer? 
Oh, no, I've hit some outdoor dining. I have like one friend that's down to clown with restaurants. And so we <laughs> will just like go out to eat. Where have you guys? Because we've hit Boa. We've hit Sunset Tower. We've hit Erewhon. We've hit Delilah. We have something um, very, very exciting on deck for this weekend that I don't want to spoil for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to wait until the check has been signed before, you know, just we don't want to jinx it, especially with the way Mercury has been toying with us lately. Exactly. Fair. So where where have you and your super spreader pod been been going to shovel your face with some mac and cheese? Well, I just went to the bearish Nancy Silverton's new joint at the failing Roosevelt Hotel. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I the the name of that restaurant is odd to me. It doesn't it, it doesn't get my my tummy rumbling, let's say that. No. And it makes me want no. to pronounce it the way uh British people say the word garage. I want to say barish. Like barish. garage. It, it feels it feels like an 1800s like torture chamber. I think it in, I think I it's um I think the bearish word cuz I was actually like I had a couple meetings with her in the infant stages of this restaurant like a couple years ago and I think mm-hmm. it's like a, it involves like early Jewish settlers in Canada who were like cattle tradesmen of some sort. Love it. Love it. I'm I'm, I mean, I'm I was, my chops. So how was it? It was really good. Mm. I've been, oh. there is one appetizer that I've been like craving ever since, which is like a melted mozzarella on a sourdough bread toasted with like an anchovy spread. Sign are, me you up. That, are, you, are you saying that you had pizza there and they <laughs> served it as an appetizer? <laughs> That's crazy. That, that's not like a fun wild. Yeah, they have that. At, no, it was at, more like a grilled Mo- cheese sandwich. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, we also. What, where else did we go? Oh, we went. To, we went separately to bar restaurant in Silver Lake, which was very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I tell you a, my dirty secret with Boa? Is oh. I was getting takeout. Yeah, yeah. From all, Boa. Ameri- all American. Ameri- <laughs> all American reject voice. I w- I'm going to tell you my dirty little Boa secret. <laughs> You've been My doing dirty Boa get, secret. What the fuck are you getting takeout from Boa? Jesus, that's like ordering hey. takeout from from Disneyland. Like I just love their churros. Okay, so you've been getting <laughs> I was, steak Postmates from Boa. Yeah, is early this a social core. experiment, or are you just or are you just rich? What's going on? Kind of. I was just like rolling the dice. I mm. felt like I was saving money in a lot of ways because like <laughs> life just shut down. So then I was like, you know what? I'm feeling decadent like and there's nowhere to get a steak. And I really don't feel like going to the store and like grilling one up myself. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm just going to order does? some takeout from Boa. And then I did it oh two more God. times. <laughs> <laughs> that, how is their how is their packaging? What's their user journey unboxing experience like? Actually, their packaging is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They wrap it up in a boa bag. Like, they have their own boa bag that mm-hmm. they deliver it in. That's like a, you could use it as a grocery bag if you were so oh, you're inclined to like You're saying it's sustainable it. and reusable. Sustainable, reusable. So and that boa bag, have, perfect for Christmas when you're, when you're sending your fun prank gifts, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. just re-gift it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, the, yeah. so it was good. It was good. I mean, it scratched the itch. Mm-hmm. It did what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I went back for more. Was it delivered <laughs> by like a, a hot TikToker or just a regular delivery person? Just a regular Postmater. A hot Postmater, but sure. a Postmater nonetheless. Was, there yeah. a hot, was it actually a hot Postmater? Yeah, but I think a lot of Postmates. Like, well, depends on a lot of Chris, it depends on what part of town you're living in. You know, there's, there's, yeah. there's well, hot spots for COVID 
and there's hot spots for just people. And if you're in, you know, Chris's playground, West Hollywood, the delivery drivers are going to be much more attractive there, Santa Monica, etc., versus like the Alhambra or the or the uh, Torrance. Is Santa Monica is Santa Monica. What's worse, Santa Monica or Venice? They're both torch neighborhoods. Which one is worse? Which one would you rather spend less time in? I would rather spend less time in Santa Monica. I think. Same. I think I yeah I mean I think Venice has more to offer for my advanced culinary palate. Um, Santa Monica is just a, a wasteland. Like what happens there besides like people working? Like I don't understand why anybody goes. Like what's there? The beach. You go there to breed, I think, and then like raise your. <laughs> you go there to then, start like, your, your rich kids. little family. Yeah, so if you I was, go buy a I'm, two bedroom house for a two mil and then you start your family <laughs> so if i was rich if i was rich i would understand santa monica better yeah you would probably love to live in santa monica i've only i've been here since july and i've been there once and i was like why do people live here it's also overcast a lot which is fucking gross yeah that and coastal fog comes a rolling i think i think there was a moment like in the 80s and 90s when santa monica was truly like a special place and that ship has sailed probably i'll say you know 9-11 did it that was our 9-11 when santa monica <laughs> became uncool but like i know a lot of people that grew up there and they're like cool yeah. people like the authentic real that has like a dog town and z boys kind of feel like real a real oh. place and now it's just like you know a corporate wasteland I just don't. I've never understood it. I've never understood it. But I don't mean to. I don't mean to take away from the fact that you ordered Boa takeout three times. That that's <laughs> also that's also we're looking at three hundred bucks minimum. I would say total on those three orders. TJ, would you agree? Well, it, it, you, Laura, you need to walk us through your side story. My side story. I really would just go with a steak, a fillet, and a Caesar salad. Mm, that's-, that's at least sixty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Plus I mean, it's tip. not cheap. I go wild on, I've gone wild with Postmates and food during Quark. Yeah, Cause like, what I, else I, is I, there to matters. do? So yeah. when you, when you order the Boa steak, do you make yourself a dirty little martini at home from the, uh, from the wet dry bar? No, I usually, I don't do a cocktail at home. I like a wine journey. So mm-hmm. I would get like a bottle of wine from like Helen's. Also, Italy was a very safe place for me during the early days of core because it was the only grocery store that like didn't have anyone in it. So and they mm-hmm. give you gloves to shop and like they treat you gloves really don't well do there. Any, gloves don't do anything. First, but it's and nice. It's that extra touch. Yeah, it's, it's that. A, yeah, it's the I, client appreciation I, that I. I love, I love getting handed a, a shitty p- pair of disposable. <laughs> but also, they were, nice, they were nice gloves, Chris. Yeah. they were nice. And also, when you <laughs> go really to Italy, they give you the full size run. And also, if you have like a uh, someone peppy working it, they'll be like, "Let me guess, XL." And I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm home." I just, right? I want to. It's wanna, great. It's great, and they'll 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 do a lame. forehead forehead tester with the temperature it's it is nice i was going there i was going there early days as well so Mm -hmm. you acted like you weren't a super spreader at the beginning of this conversation but i I think i've always been a super spreader (laughs) but (laughs) but i don't i don't think super spreading counts as as grocery shopping like that's a that's a thing that is essential that everyone has to do no i disagree if if you're (laughs) first of all we all know eating is a luxury and we don't need to do it second of all (laughs) Second of all, yeah, we need to check our privilege. 
If you exactly, if you're really quarantining like they taught us in other countries that successfully put a stop to the fucking novel coronavirus, mm-hmm. you were staying home and maybe groceries were being delivered. You were not hitting Whole Foods to see if you could find any hotties under those masks. <laughs> That's the reality. Yeah, but mu- <laughs> but much like ordering Instacart like food delivery, I don't I trust me more than whoever is going to deliver the groceries. So I don't know you know the the person delivering my my tomatoes could sneeze on sneeze on one and hand it to me and well, deliver Jason, the virus doing, right to my door. If you were doing this right, you would be bleaching all your produce before you ate it anyway. <laughs> so I think that's your fault again. Bro, I never I washed my it. shit pre-COVID, and I don't. I sure as hell, hell don't yeah, do it now, brother. Thank that's right, you. I'm immune. <laughs> washing, I'm immune. washing does nothing. Mm-hmm. Washing does nothing. You know what it does? It washes away the flavor, and that's about it. And pro- most likely, <laughs> some of the nutrients. That's some of the reports also that I've been nutrients. reading lately. Let's, let's not forget the nutrients, because that's the most important part of eating your fruits and vegetables recommended servings. Oh, baby. Indeed. God. So what, well, let, what you- walk us through your... So for our listeners who are not familiar with your podcasting, you know, let's get a peek into your, your world. So you have... You have the Sexy and Unique podcast. The Sexy Unique podcast, yeah, which started as kind of an homage to Vanderpump Rules, one of the best reality TV programs, or nay, nay, TV programs of all time. (laughs) It's over. Um, We can talk about that later, but it's over. Yeah, yeah. You agree. Okay. Then we don't have to talk about it. We agree. Go ahead. No, yeah. The failing failing Vanderpump (laughs) Rules. (laughs) It's done. Mm -hmm. Um, But that has really... I've like tried to explode the world into talking about other reality television programs because the great thing is that people are always willing to embarrass themselves on reality TV, so there's lots Mm. to discuss. That's a well that will never go dry. That will never go dry. So I talk about um, a lot of reality TV, and like it kind of ends up being it's like funny conversation, but then gets we get into like the deeper meaning of what's going on, and like Mm. it's fun. then so it's I for the real heads who need something a little bit more. For the real heads, yeah, mm. who want to loll, but they also want to think. Um, <sighs> yeah, yeah, damn, yeah. I really am your intended customer, and I love that. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. what that's you know that's maybe what we try to do here as well, but we're not necessarily working in the in the reality television universe. We're working in the what uh, I guess well, men's clothing and and Jason, loafer I'm universe, working, the Equinox I'm universe. <laughs> I'm I'm working in luckily for you um as the talent of the podcast. <laughs> Do not say I the luxury wor- market. I am wor- I am working in all of those luxury reality all of, all of those things I have my uh little toes in. So and I just bring you along a for tr- the ride. A true polymath. You you yes, you're, I'm a you're, polymath. you're good at it all. Okay. Yeah, you're firing on all cylinders. And then anything that you can't do, I'm there to kind of fill in those gaps. Okay. So 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 we're um, doing that. And what else? So we're doing that. Um, I have another podcast called Babe that I'm I'm on hiatus from right now because I was getting a little burnt out by it. And that kind of does a similar-ish vibe to what you guys do. It just like covers everything else that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll uh, we be know as a, as a as a multi-time guest, you know, I'm familiar yeah. with 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 yeah. what happens on the show. And just let me know when you want me to come back. I'm here. For so you. Babe, okay, Babe good. is more posed as a question than than a word right <laughs> yeah babe kinda, and yeah. it really <laughs> like checking in on you checking in on me checking in on the world at large and mm-hmm. like anyone who's acting suspect which is 
everyone all the time. Now yeah. in everyone needs a check in. Yeah, now yeah. more than ever. Yo, is it? I mean, I wish somebody would babe Donald Trump. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I will hang up this phone. Somebody check in You're on that joker. That. Oh, God. <laughs> um, God, where do we go from here? Uh, uh, and then I have my final podcast. My Truly the thing that I'm most proud of is Saving Sex in the City 3, where every episode I have a writer or creative person or funny person on, and I tell them to just come to me with a pitch for the Sex in the City 3 movie that got canceled, and then we build the whole movie from like beginning to end. Wow. Okay, and this is a show, that's the one, that's one show that I, of yours I have not listened to. So this, is, is oh, that a show that happens every week? No, it's um it, it happens for just no money. Like I just I make it's a passion project, <laughs> believe it or not. Um <laughs> But I mean, I could see that turning. I mean, is it I was I was saying is it something that happens every week or is it does it pop up when it needs to? It pops up when it needs to for now, but I'm looking to make a push into like a weekly vibe. Basically, mm-hmm. I've like realized I need to have like a team around me like more than just me doing all the podcast stuff because i do i'm like i do it all you do all so you're hosting it you come up with the ideas you're uploading it you're doing the artwork you're you're promoting editing or getting someone to do the artwork but everything (laughs) else (laughs) you're you're delegating tasks so you so you need maybe you need an intern Yeah, I need an intern or just like I imagine like Team Lars that just can like Mm -hmm. it's like my house of Gaga or something that I can be. And if if the person who is (laughs) is uploading these episodes was also, you know, pretty good with a blow dryer, that couldn't hurt, right? Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Added Mm -hmm. bonus. Okay, that's what we need, I think, in our in our intern, Jason. Sick with the blow dryer is high on my (laughs) list of 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 skill sets beyond Photoshop. So so I I mean I've seen Sex in the City one and two. Um, great. So you're ready. You're so ready to jump you're, in. You're all the way there. And I've you're seen the, the television show as well. You know, out of out of those episodes, is there is there a storyline that you feel like has the most you know meat to sink your teeth into? Not unlike a a medium rare fillet from the not failing Boa Steakhouse. <laughs> the ever popular Boa Steakhouse. I think that they're winning this entire. They're, they're, no, they're the victors. yeah. Charlie oh, Sheen voice yeah. winning. oh my god what the fuck so the great thing about saving sex in the city three is that you can get like um you have like i had like dan levy from schitt's creek on and he did like a very true to emmy winner by the way dan levy where do you Um, go from there still never watched that still never watched that show i just can't i don't know what my problem is you're not a creek boy you're not either. I know you never watched that shit. I, wa- I actually watched the finale, the whole season, once it finally went up on Netflix. And then I watched the hour-long wrap-up episode. Not a dry eye in the house. Well, he did wear a Tom Brown skirt to win the Emmy, so I back him, obviously, unequivocally. Um, but anyway, what did he do for C- What did he do for Sex and City? Yeah, what movie? picture did he paint with his sexy little brush? He just did like a very, it was felt very true to the world of the show and the movie. And so, Mm -hmm. and it was like more in earnest because a lot of people come on. I tell, I don't give anyone any rules. I'm like, you can Mm -hmm. 
kill off you can kill off characters there's like no genre that we need right. to be beholden to like because that so that's I what had, i like, wanted to explore oh yeah the, like so i have ones where there's some, like someone has to die yeah there's lots of murder that happens um deaths intrigue but his was like very his was like for the real fans that really want to like feel like they're experiencing a sex in the city movie right and then a lot of other people will come in and just like fuck shit up yeah (laughs) yeah do do you but i like both do you do you believe that sex in the city 3 is simply a stone on the path to more movies or does sex in the city 3 is that where it's all tied up like a bow and it's and it's all over is that the final final episode for the podcast no 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 for the actual movie (laughs) oh um like in the Sex and the City franchise, do I believe? Yeah, that do you, do you, like, do you think that number three should be the final sequel? No, I mean okay. keep it going. I don't. Yeah, th- I think, I think that three will happen someday. I just like believe that. Do I don't? They hate each other, Kim and they hate and each Carrie. other. But you cannot discount the nostalgia factor, and also it's like. They could do it in like ten years. You know what I mean? Okay, they what could is, do like book club Sex in the City three. So are you talking about the film book club? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, but like, I'm talking all, about like they're the age yeah, yeah. of the book club ladies, which book club kind of was Sex in the City three in a way, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, book, book club, club is menopause. Sex, Sex in the city. Sex in sure. the city for old bitches, and book club yeah. is a pretty good movie actually. I'm you know yeah, great. I liked it. It's great. Oh yeah, it. I'm a little hungover. I ordered a sandwich. You know, on Postmates, I'm watching that shit. So, okay, this is all this is all good information. But what about do you? Th- would you ever accept a reboot of Sex and the City with younger cast members, like how they're doing for Gossip Girl? I I would accept it and I would watch it, <laughs> but I don't know if I would like it. <laughs> Who would be in it though? Who's your dream? You know, who's your dream participant? Where who is Zendaya know. gonna play? Is what Chris wants to know. <laughs> I think I think Zendaya I think Zendaya is a little uptight. And do you yeah, think? I don't see do you her think in a Sex in, in the City world. But you know, the Sex in the City cast, all four ladies are are white. Do you think they will interject a a bi POC person into course, that cast? Of course, of course. Yeah, they would have to. They would have to make it more reflective. A lot, a person that is always coming up on the podcast because we've done episodes where there's like a movie within the movie. Um, so <laughs> okay, Entourage. Zoe Kravitz comes up a lot as like someone oh, who would play one of the girls. So I see that. We're a big that. fan. I could see I could see Zoe as a Samantha, a a, a powerful, sexually charged queen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, it's not she's very. For me. She's she, no. What would you? She what could do, do Carrie. She, she could do Samantha. She could do any of them. Honestly, I want I, I want see, Samantha I, I, to be a a more heavy set woman. Oh, I you want, want Lizzo? You want Lizzo as as Samantha? <laughs> no, sick, no, 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 great Lizzo, idea, no, no, Lizzo. No, no, no. Okay, I got Lizzo it. Lizzo is a false hoe. She's gonna. She's a flute player. She's not riding. She's not riding. <laughs> riding riding <dog>. D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a. I need a real, real fat hoe, not a fake Lizzo one. So, so who, who though? I, yeah, like they have to be famous. We're not going to go cast a regular fat hoe. Like, look, I'm saying a- in the future, some of these current hotties will 
inevitably put on some LBs? Like what, you know, what if Halsey just balloons up and then bam, she's our, she's, she's our Samantha Grande. Or if Ariana Grande herself balloons up, Ariana, she's sitting uh, at 220, Ar- 230 soaking wet. Ar- oh, baby. Ariana <laughs> Ariana Grande absolutely her frame could not handle another 215 pounds. Hey man, There's no I've, way. I've, yeah, I've, no. I've seen a lot of abuelas out there and they'll the, the, <laughs> God finds a way. God finds a way to put the pounds I on I do there. think but Halsey, Halsey, I could see it. Halsey, I could see it. Those tattoos looking a little stretched out, a little <laughs> faded. I could see it. You talking about Halsey XL? Yeah. <laughs> mhm. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So we got Halsey XL. We got Halsey XL plugged in as as like a as Samantha. Can Halsey act? I love it. That's my big question. No, big it question. doesn't matter. It doesn't Ariana matter. Grande can act. Ariana Grande yeah, XL is a performer. Cannot. You know, Ariana okay. Grande, he, the only thing XL about Ariana Grande is her ponytail. She's never going to put on any weight. Okay, try try this twisted pantsuit on for size. Samantha is going to be played the role of a lifetime. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, that's actually that's great. I mean, Miley should yeah. be in it. I think I think Zoe Kravitz should be in it too. I, we need to find the role because for her. she's a smoker. She already has the grizzled voice. She True. she has great acting chops, and anything will fit. Also, on her. Miley Miley's got Miley's got a hot bod, much like Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> Dex positive. Let's not forget. Yeah, she does have a pro, rocking a little bod, Miley. doesn't she? We're a pro Miley podcast here at How Long Gone. We love her. We love her pipes. We love her song Malibu. Um, it's hey, just what's not to love? I I, I agree. A I decent think amount, a but hate. I do like Malibu. Really? That's all you got, Jason? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I like whenever she hosts SNL. She's running circles yeah. around everyone else. She, she does sound. She sounds crazy when she talks. It kind of shocks me still, even though I know what it's going to sound like. It's wild. I like Vanessa Bayer's Miley impression. Yeah. She nails it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. What do you think? Of, what do you think about the almost unwatchable Saturday Night Live this season? I don't watch it. That's what I think about it. <laughs> I, Suck on that, I Keenan. Hate, <laughs> I you know hate, Keenan listens, right? I love Keenan, Keenan and I want you guys. I'm really gunning for you guys to get him on the pod. I think it could <laughs> happen. Could, I th- really I think, do. I think it could happen. I, I think, think it could we're happen. moving. We're moving in a direction where that could happen. I think that it's it's hard for me to be positive about Saturday Night Live as a lifelong fan because I, I also hate Jim Carrey and I hate his Joe Biden. It's so bad that I don't understand why it's still happening, but I guess the election's almost here, so it'll be over soon. It won't be over. Yeah, it just is not... It doesn't hit the like cultural bull point that i want it to hit like it, it just never does it anymore so mm-hmm. that it's hard for me to just like sit by and give it my time when it gives me nothing well, we're all turn. we're all very busy i understand that but I but mean, I, I, I whenever I, I as i've gotten older i always wonder is it not hitting that cultural bull bullseye for me or is you know is have i aged out of the the target demographic because i feel like like high school age is where SNL hit probably probably a little bit of both but I I do think that I appreciated it well into my mid-20s you know I mean it's not like I was all of a sudden shut down Mm. when I you know when I became a the youth are watching it you think like young people are watching it no they're not bro they're on TikTok family I think 
I think you haven't aged into the <laughs> too young to Oh, be. wait. Yeah, I think wait, you're Laura, still young. I grew yeah. up. I mean, you probably did, and Chris did as well. Like, yeah. We grew up watching it as kids, you know, like watching Chris Farley. And like, that was, I feel like if I was, if I was like a 45 year old man watching Chris Farley, like, do some like weird shit in 1993, I'd be like, what is this? I don't get it. But when I'm, you know, 10 years old watching it, I'm like, this is the coolest, funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm, I'm going number there's one. There's a lot more. There's a lot more competition now for our attention, though. You know what I mean? That's a big part of it as well. Like kids <sighs> are just on their phones or, or like streaming. They're not looking at. They're not like going to watch some tethered television. <laughs> yeah, they want to watch YouTube. Fucking losers. Well, what have you been? What What have you been watching? <laughs> Do you have the what have you been watching? In core besides Jeffrey Star videos. Yeah, what's popping um, up on that iPad of yours? I just okay. I've been watching so much. I just watched Emily in Paris. I'm so um, classic. Thank you. Thank you for it. enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, I stand I with Chris on E and P. I just watched The Queen's Gambit. Loved that. Is that the um, is that the chess vehicle? It's the chess vehicle. I've been single handedly reviving chess as we know it. <laughs> yeah, big big chess <laughs> is out. very stoked. Um, yeah. So I, I I I watched the preview and I was like. But I have not. I've yet to pull the trigger. But you say it's good. I recommend. Is it, yeah. would, would you say, say it's Mrs. Maisel for chess? No, it's like a more. It's that like a drama. Terrible. It's like um. <laughs> Look, I liked Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. I chess. loved Maisel, but it did need more chess. Yeah, Maisel, um, Maisel is an industry plant. Maisel is like the her of television. It's a psyop, you'd say. <laughs> it's a psyop. No one I know is. I don't know anybody who watches it. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing!" I'm a Maisel head. I will tell you, Chris. I watched it as well. You guys are fucking a, nerds, man. Yeah, I guess. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's comedy. <laughs> it's is comedy, it baby. Is it supposed to be funny. Uh, it, I uh, think Maisel. I mean, it's actually, yeah, it's funny. I think their 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 strength is like really quick, snappy Jewish writing. I think is that. That's where they really shine. So why would that appeal yeah. to either of you goys then? I don't understand. Hey, Look, I, I, have like, a, I have a Jew fetish. <laughs> Is that true? Okay, all right, that that's good enough. Yeah, I mean, I lo- like I love Jewish culture and I like seeing that show. Mm-hmm. I like seeing it represented in that show. I think the characters are way funnier than the actual comedy that Miss mm. Mrs. Maisel does. Well, yeah, you are from Oklahoma. You trash. are from Oklahoma, so <laughs> yeah. The, I grew I up around see. pretty much. There was one Jewish kid that I grew up with, and so yeah, it's kind of I like love the the, I love that you're just a regular corn-fed broad, you know, making it in the big city. Mm-hmm. Had big dreams. <laughs> had to go chase this big <laughs> podcast big dreams. <laughs> I had big dreams of podcasting in my apartment. It's going really so well. So you said you said um, used had in in the past tense. Are those dreams extinguished or are they still alive? They're still alive. I'm holding on by a thread these days. <laughs> like honestly, wow. COVID really it really wrecked my 2020. Like I had so much that was gonna happen. Really? I was like gonna do live touring for the podcast mm. and do like live shows, Dark. and so all those got canceled. I was supposed to go on like a super luxurious trip to South Africa and then Ooh. that got canceled. So like I'm just now coming to terms with 
kind of all of that stuff. So this, so you took a, you took a pretty, you know, some big blows then, you know, on the, on the career and on the life because it sucks because you probably, you know, planning very far in advance, all of these things and a lot of wheels in motion. Yeah. I like started the year and I was like, wow, I'm like booked and busy through June or July. And then like, Mm -hmm. I got to get some stuff on for the summer and like things are really moving. And then all of a sudden everything came to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. And then I just turned to Italy and kind of (laughs) lived in a state of boa denial for a while. (laughs) And then now crawling out of the hole, I'm like, wow, this year really sucked ass. But have there been any positives, any any new discoveries or silver linings um, other than being well, able I, to check in on your mental health? The ultimate silver lining is just that podcasting was an industry that was relatively unaffected. So mm-hmm. that has been great. It's like true. that's yeah, I'm like really lucky in that sense. So that's why I don't bitch a lot about the other stuff. But I feel like this is yeah. like an elite podcast you have other with elite projects? listeners. So they'll, yeah, do you big, have other big, projects um, going on? Like, Do you have writing projects and stuff, stuff you can do at home in the same way that the podcasting works? Yeah, I'm like, I've been working on a book uh, for a while. So I like go, I'll go into that. And then when I get sick of it, like I'll come out of it. It has no deadline at the moment. So I, I dip my toe into that. But it's also kind of like depressing subject matter so it's hard to really like go there yeah Yeah, is that that something that is would you want to talk about what that book is about or no sure yeah i went to when i was a teen i was like a very troubled teen and i was sent away to therapeutic boarding school for two years and so the book is about like being an out of control teen and then going to this boarding school that was like i don't know if you guys watched the paris hilton documentary but Mm-mm. it was one of Similar. the boarding schools. Yeah. Well, she went to my school and ran away from it. Um, and so oh, wow. it's like one of those. So you, like, so behave- you were a, a troubled and out of control team. Yeah. What? what believe kind it or of- not. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, can, I can believe it. I can believe it. And I could see you on Dr. Phil yelling at your so parents. So what, you know what, what, I mean? what, what brand of of trouble what like how were you acting like you weren't lighting stuff on fire was it or you know you weren't hurting people you weren't fighting my trouble was like drugs like Mm -hmm. i really thought as a teenager and like a preteen that drugs were the coolest thing that you could possibly do and like not wrong yeah and wanted to do all of them yeah and i still think that they're pretty cool but they're also <laughs> like really bad <laughs> so what so as so like what age were you partaking um i was like i probably started drinking like around 13 and then mm-hmm. like it just kind of went from there like smoking weed at 15 then getting into um Coke, and then I wrote an article. I wrote an essay for Vice about a relationship that I had with one of my stepmoms, where it was like we were drug buddies for a long time, and she like gave me meth one day, and so it was like I was oh, yes. very much exposed to a. I had a dysfunctional family, but then was exposed to a lot of shit at a young age, and then mm-hmm. it all turned into a way to like cope with my internal distress, and then really it plummeted into like a bad way so i needed to get out mm-hmm. thank god you got out where was the yeah where was the where was the boarding school 
It was in Northern California in this little town called Whitmore, which is like, it's like 3,000 people live there. And you basically drive up from Redding, California into the mountains for 45 minutes. And at the end of a mountain road, there's a boarding school. So even if you want to escape, you, you got nowhere to go. You have to like, yeah, you're about 33 miles from the nearest big town. And girls did run away and like hitchhike down to town. But then if you're under 18, you're going to be brought back by mm-hmm. like a bodyguard or like some hired bounty yeah, hunter yeah. type. If, you, if you're walking on the road with your, th- with your thumb hitchhiking, everyone in town's like, oh, we got another runaway. Yeah, those yeah. are those kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, like there's, you show up the... at the Whitmore County store trying to make a phone call, they're <laughs> calling Cascade to get your ass back there. Mm. Yeah. They, they recognize the juicy sweatsuit from a mile down the road. And they're sending your ass back. <laughs> oh, you think we were allowed to wear juicy sweatsuit? It was like a Land's End only dress code. I meant, I meant only because you're a runaway now. Maybe you switch into some pink velour to, you know, no, to they be take crazy. it all away. They take all your clothes oh. away when you move in. And then they like, they'll leave you with whatever's approved, like in agreement, so to speak. And then they will go through a Land's End catalog with you and pick out <sighs> your amazing. new Land's End wardrobe. Wait, that's yeah. how I dress Ooh. now. Fuck. No, I know. Like the ironic <laughs> part is now, like when I was packing for school, my dad gave me the list and like, I saw it was like the only jeans they allowed were Levi's 501s. And this was like when we were all doing like a boot cut look, like a seven mm-hmm. jeans were the only acceptable thing. So I read it and I was like, this is a joke. Like there's no <laughs> way that anywhere would ever make you wear these types of clothing. So I just packed all my clothes and went to school. And then it was not a joke. Like they took everything away. The next thing I knew it was in a pair of 501s, which is ironically what I wear now on the yeah. reg. Yeah. Sam, it, it really a is a norm full circle core, fashion moment. Yeah, it was normcore before even normcore existed. Well, it th- th- sounds I, like we just discovered our silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. Now you I'm, have a I'm great pair of vintage to... 501s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very interested to read this. I, I hope I hope that that you're able to power through because I know that stuff yeah. is is tough Yeah, to Chris, talk about, Chris can also... get it in front of, you know, some big Hollywood players. Oh, I love that. They would probably love to yeah. auction this. All the connections, yeah. I'm going to mine those very, for everything they're uh, worth. Very, very, very connected. In yeah, he spends a lot of time at... <laughs> have you heard of the Sunset Tower? It's a hotel over there. And he'll he'll often do meetings and stuff there. So a lot of big kind of industry <laughs> cats around. Wait, is Sunset Tower like popping off now? Because I went there oh. mid-core and it was a sad scene. Sweetie, it's a movie when I'm there. I don't, you must have gone an off night. Well, they I, hadn't even opened the restaurant back up. Like, I went for like a birthday lunch for a friend that was staying there, and we had to order like Postmates to be delivered. It was like really, it was really no, bad. And moved, it also, it's ahead. a it's no, a who's ahead. who situation there now. We Chris and I went there like wow. a month ago. There was there was some it was it was pop it had a very cafe society energy if you have seen yeah, the it's, Woody it, Allen film. Yeah, they moved film. all of ta- all right. Tower Bar. Tower Bar is now <laughs> by the pool, you know. So yeah. it's a little more it's a little more sophisticated. It's a little more you might need to bring your Hermès blanket. You know, it gets a little chilly mm-hmm. um, at night. Um, but it, it kind of reminds me of cocktail. like Miami in the fifties is the energy I'm getting from it. Okay. That's Hollywood. That's De- that feels that, very that's Hollywood. Art Deco. Art Deco, Jason. It's a design style. Oh, thanks, Chris. 
<laughs> no problem, bro. I just and it they have like you're missing a piece. They have that in Miami too. They do. It's actually I <laughs> nice. would say I'll one check of the it more out. Pr- predominant styles of Miami architecture, which is you know interesting. The parallels <laughs> between L.A. and Miami, you know. Um, but yeah, I had a nice power lunch there yesterday. Just a couple hours, you know, two fellas chopping oh. it up over a okay, chop salad. Okay, you get a chop salad. Okay, all right. I'm gonna I, revisit. I, let me know. I'm available anytime um, between 12 and 3. But, you know, I, I, I saw someone today said they ordered lunch at 3 and got the check at sundown, which really, I, as a long lunch lover, I was really compelled by that. Tweet. Yeah, that's like European. Sounds like a John Mayer lyric, if you ask me. Well, <laughs> got the I mean, check at sundown. That- I like that. <laughs> Pitch it to him. Are yeah, you guys going to get Mayer on this podcast? Because I could see that happening too. <sighs> I mean, I, I mean, don't look, know if Chris love, will be able to contain himself is the problem. <laughs> yes, I will, Jason. If you look, the way you acted around Whitney Port, I can act that way around Mare. I don't know if that's true, Chris. I, I think thought, you're going to be Mare you're going to be slobbing on that knob the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mare is just another cool chick like us who just wants to kiki with the fellas. Did you did you listen to the Whitney episode, Lauren? Oh, I sure did. I knew that that was like such a win for you. I couldn't mm-hmm. not listen. <laughs> and it was a really great episode. Thank you. Do you think and that Chris would be able to behave that same way around one of his, you know, ultimate celebs, John Mayer? Only time will tell. Like, I haven't seen, I don't think I've heard an episode where like Chris is fangirling over someone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it remains to be seen. It's that's that's a good it thing it was, because it's, it's an ugly sight to see. Well, that's because when you're a member yourself of the Hollywood glitterati, it, it's it's when you're rubbing elbows with your equals. It's what do, what is there to be excited about? This is every day, Jason. When's the last I'm time actually, you heard the word glitterati? <laughs> I'm like actually Emily in Paris, it. probably. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Glitterati. I'm slumming it. I'm slumming it with you, Jason. I'm you, the, when I'm with my real friends. It's a little different. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I would love to see whenever these real friends are going to appear magically, Chris, like a poof of glitter. Uh, well, I have to keep, <laughs> I have to keep them separated from you because I don't want them to know about you. You know what I mean? I'm a little like, yeah, we we work together. We're like sort of friends, but we work together a lot. He's cool. I'm I'm, I'm kind of the dirt underneath your fingernails that you just can't scoop out. Exactly. Yeah, you That's can't why I need mix these nails business with pleasure. <laughs> it's, it's it's so true. It's so true. We're not having any three hour lunches, me and TJ. That's for sure. Uh, I will be able to control myself. John Mayer is on our list. We have a long list of guests, and hopefully, we're going to be able to achieve those goals. But I mean, I, I you've had some you've had some big guests, right? You've had some people you were excited about. Oh yeah, I've had people that I was like very excited about, and I also have like a long running guest list that I look forward to revisiting once. Who's, like, who's your my number? Empires. Who's your number one? Honestly, for sexy unique podcast, I would really love to get J Law on the pod because I know that she fucks with like Vanderpump Rules and reality Ooh, yeah. TV in general, and I think that she would be really fun to talk to. She feels like it. she'd be a, a good podcast guest as well. That's achievable. That's yeah. achievable. She's around. She's around. Like she's, she's around. around. Like she's around. Yeah. What she, else is she doing? She is. She's yeah. Uh, she is around. Does she live in America? No, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she lives in New York, dude. She married a gallerist. She like, lives <laughs> She's in around. New York. It's no big deal. She probably has Wi-Fi built in at her house and everything ready to go. Yeah, it's no problem. No problem. She um, probably has a fucking I, one of those IMAX with a big-ass screen. She's rich as fuck. Yeah, the biggest IMAX you can possibly get. Yeah, I mean, we can dream. <laughs> I, I mean, nice. I, I think... 
I think J-Law is achievable for you in the same way that uh, Big Dog Maris is achievable for us. And I think that um, we could manifest that. Do you have any crystals or anything you could, like, give us some energy? I can, like, give you some. I have a rose quartz. But honestly, I've kind of gotten over crystals. I think in the past, like, over core, I came to realize that crystals aren't all they're cracked up to be. <laughs> what was the well, tipping I'm point? Glad. Or was there one? Was it, or was you, it the was fact just, that millions have died because of this novel coronavirus? It was <laughs> a little bit of that. Just paired with like, I, I was really, so midway through COVID, I like could no longer look at the people that I follow on Instagram. I was just like, all these people, like I hate them all. So I like <laughs> went, I made a Finsta and then just only followed like Danish fashion bloggers. Cause I was like, I need to live in a world where it's just like pretty girls with good taste who are not affected by this virus. Wow, if I, well, sweetie, that's the world I live in right now. I was just so going to say, if this, if this Zoom didn't have a video, I could have sworn I was talking to Chris right now. <laughs> Yeah, so you it's needed, like the so, Danish girls and Chris. Um, so why specifically uh, the failing Danish land? Uh, I just, it was like, they seem to be carrying on business as usual and going on lots of vacations and like literally, mm. like mm. it was like a, they're living in an alternate universe. Right, right, and right. so that. The, co- the COVID bomb. world did not really affect their lifestyle at all. Yeah, I mean. There yeah, isn't even a word. TBD. the The Danish language doesn't even have the, a word for mask. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see a mask. There was nary a mask to be found mm-hmm, mm-hmm. amongst the Danes. So, what do so you think that says like, about what do you think that says about you if you needed to create this alternative universe to to scroll through? Uh, I just I needed an escape. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go. The Danes were like go. They were on vacation in Spain. They were going to like they were all over the map. So, and I couldn't go on vacation. So I was mm-hmm. like, I need to live vicariously through them. And then I started like doing little home kind of like fixer upper projects and like getting some new furniture. And then mm-hmm. I really realized like all these rocks that I have lying around, like aren't going <laughs> to gel with everything else. So I had to really do some like crystal purging and mm, we did a rock dump. A rock dump, and it felt good. Wow. I think. I'm that glad. If, yeah, I think that if you're gonna get a crystal, you have to go big or go home. Like uh-huh. only huge I, crystals, I or twenty nothing. pounders, yeah. or it ain't even it's worth. A, it. It's a statement piece. It is. It's a statement piece, or I'm not even putting it in the proof. The shipping cost has yeah. to be more than the cost of the crystal itself, or else don't even include me in the conversation. Yeah, good if you point, can't. Jason. If you can't load the geode in a U-Haul, then <laughs> what are you doing? Load, load oh. the yode. And on that note, Chris does have a hard out, of course. Uh, he's booked and busy <laughs> much more than we are and much more than the audience is. But it was really great chatting and catching up. Yes, Always thank great you to guys talk for to having you. me. You're such a star. We lo- Would you like we to plug anything a- that, you're, that you're doing right now to our audience? You know, just listen to Sexy Unique <laughs> Podcast or go... go Click subscribe on Saving Sex in the City 3 and let yourself be taken away to a world of endless possibilities. Fuck yeah. Damn. <laughs> She's done that before, TJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Um, and I, I just love rubbing elbows with elite podcasters, and I know you do too. Truly a treat. Hey, yeah. Biggest treat of my day as well. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.